Hello and welcome back to Lights, Camera and Life. It's Lady. And reporting live, Franklin. We're very glad to be back with you. What are we here to do today? Well, we're going back 22... First of all, <laughs> uh, first of all, <laughs> we missed you on the last episode. I'm back. You're back. Guess who's back? I did miss you. Back We again. were talking about all kinds of stuff. Ladies but back. Ladies back. <laughs> back <Tell> again. <laughs> Back again, back again. Back what are we again. talking about today? Babe, Pig in the City, 1998 film by George Miller, which happens to be one of your favourite films, if not your favourite film. It is probably my favourite film, hands down. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I'll tell you what, uh, guys, I was um, completely not sold. Skeptical. Yeah, I was, you know, scepticism at its core um, <laughs> when she said, oh, let's watch this film because... You know, um, I wanted this podcast to be, you know, the, the epitome of all critically acclaimed films, you know. Um, and I didn't really, I thought it was just going to be an animated kind of mess. But damn, was I wrong. You were wrong. Yeah. If you haven't seen Babe, Pig in the City, don't miss out. It is an epic film. Don't make the mistake of reading reviews beforehand because it was probably the biggest flop of 1998. Say, you say that, but the reviews actually praise it because it was a critical, it was actually received really, really well by the critics. It was just a commercial flop, wasn't yeah. it? About yeah. 90 million sp- spent on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which if you factor in inflation is around maybe 130, 140 million. That's, that's a lot of money for a film. And just not made back in the box office. In the either. box office, but yeah. it's a good film. Don't don't believe the haters. Yeah. I think you should give it a go. Yeah. And as always, let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, so as a sceptic, what did you think about it? What was it about, if you had to sum it up really quickly? It's, um, well, it, it's following on from uh, its predecessor, Babe, mm-hmm. um, which I actually remember... I've just knocked my glasses off my <laughs> In a pure excitement. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's following on off of its, its predecessor, Babe, um, who uh, was a great film. And I remember that, watching that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember Babe, Pig in the City, but only in little snippets in your mind. Now your memory kind of forgets things. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's, just, it's just an amazing film. It's got such layer of depth to its, um, to its dialogue, it's, it's got the action, it's got the animation, the costume design, the set design, it's just such a great film and it's so deep in, 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 the, in the issues it, t- it tries to, to tackle. I'm going to throw it back at you, just what is it about quickly, because I'm, I'm doing you that honour as it's your film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> My film, I made it. Yeah. Um, so it's actually a film based on animals, believe it or not. Okay. Um, babe is a piglet, he is the, or I call a babe he, but actually I don't really know what gender babe is, and interestingly... You corrected me when we were talking about it, because I said that uh, Babe's character's voice has a boyish earnest earnestness to it. And you actually said it's played by a woman. Yeah, Elizabeth um, Daly. Yeah. Um, I don't know off the top of my head whether Babe is meant to be a boy or not. And I think that in some ways that is possibly intentional, that ultimately Babe is a piglet and then his, um, his or her. His or her. The gender yeah, of his Yeah, yeah it's almost androgynous in, exactly. in, the, in, in its effect. But yeah, carry on. So um, Babe, this piglet, is on a mission with his owner's wife um, to save the farm that he lives in which is about to fall into the hand of some greedy soulless bankers and so the whole premise of the film is babe and his owner's wife traveling to metropolis this weird and wonderful city just to touch on on the the bankers uh, that scene the 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 the, the voiceover says 
Two tall men in grey suits and soulless eyes. They could only be from one place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is sadly true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to avoid to avoid the farm falling into the wrong hands, they hit Metropolis, this really quirky, odd, dystopian city, and really the whole film follows on with their adventures, their near misses, and scrapes in Metropolis where they end up living amongst what can really be looked as as people or animals actually on the fringes of society and yeah yeah it's it's metropolis is basically the scene of a really really intense deep look into what human beings all are like even though actually most of the characters in the film are animals yeah but it's it's really yeah. a look at humans and hopefully um people who watch it would also conclude that the main message is that you know being good always prevails and, and does lead justice in the end. Yeah. Which is why I love this film. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, is you, You've nailed it there. Um, quick bit of information around, obviously, as you said, released in 98. Uh, director's George Miller, believe it, guys. Um, and I didn't know this going into it because, and I guess it doesn't change anything. The film still is a brilliant film. It's just more that I probably would have given it more of a chance if I knew that he was, di- you know, and I, I guess... You know, we've, I've had this problem with, you know, the remember the favourite yeah. where Lanthanos was there and at the end I wish. Uh, and it just shows you should actually go into things with an open mind exactly. rather than, you know, trying to that's judge it based on the director. That's but what Babe would say. That's what Babe would say, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the big Babe. Um, and a kind of quote that I saw when I was doing my research that George said was, you know, like Pinocchio, these stories are for the adult in the child and for the child and the adult. And it really is, you know, in, encapsulated in, in the film. You know, we've got, um, you know, anyway, let me just go back to what I was saying. You know, he's also done Violence in Cinema, which is a short film, was polarising the critics. He's done the Mad Max series, and believe it or not, you know, uh, the tr- Chicago Tribune, when they were, you know, reviewing it, said, you know, move over, Mad, Mad Max fans. This is George Miller's masterpiece as I well. Um, he's also done Nightmare at 20,000 Feet and Witches, uh, witches of Eastwich. So, um, you know, it comes with a lot of star power, but has the kind of, how will I put it, the, 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 the experimentation of a B film, in a mm. way. And I think that that's what makes it stand out for me, don't you think? I agree. It's, um, it's much more than meets the eye. It's, I think one of the reasons why it was unpopular I guess in the box office is that it's it's a distinct opposite of the original babe and mm. probably lots of people who went to see the film um, were not expecting what George Miller was going to do with it because um, he was new on to the film and yeah. for the sequel yeah. so I guess when you go into the film with a certain expectation especially when the film is a sequel um, you can get the shock of your life when you then watch this film which yeah. is is a real trip to be honest and so, what, so multi-layered yeah very much so yeah what would you say your favorite uh, scene was because you know as we i always talk about the nuts and bolts of uh, of the film what, what's your favorite film well it's, it's obviously a spoiler um yeah. so i won't go into it in too much depth but the i think the main scene when um you just you see what babe's heart really is you know he's he's put up as bait by some quite um uppity chimpanzees yeah, who are yeah. trying to get their food for the night because um, they're struggling to make ends meet and they, they meet this quite gullible innocent piglet and try and use him as bait um, which ends up with Babe um, being chased 
literally within an inch of his life by a, a vicious Rottweiler. Yeah. Um, and and that that's a fully like it's so action packed. It's really action. He almost snaps his tail off when he's just turning the corner. <laughs> your isn't it? Yeah. heart is literally in your mouth as you watch it. Yeah. Thinking that you're going to watch this poor piglet, you know, made into bacon in front of you. Yeah. And then the scene eventually um, climaxes at this horrible, vicious dog essentially drowning to death because he's caught his leg um, on a, a metal chain, which he probably deserved, to be fair. Yeah. And you kind of find you're catching yourself thinking, well, gosh, why am I condemning this dog to death? But you get so invested in the characters of the animals and they're so well-picked, including their accents and the dialogue. That yeah. You, yeah. you like some of them, you loathe some of them, um, and you obviously love Babe in and out. And I think that scene just really um, encapsulates what, what they're trying to get across about how you know being a good person is always is the always right the best do, thing yeah even if it's hard sometimes and you see all of the kind of odds and ends of society who are based in this hotel yeah see him in a different yeah. light and, and start looking to babe as a leader and it's it's done in such a comical way you know with this dog then having this near-death experience and almost yeah. convert turning his life around yeah it's, yeah it's so silly on the surface he, he but has actually, a bit of a road to damascus moment doesn't he yeah 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 uh, and it's, it's actually really profound found and yeah. i think that it's it's that perfect formula of taking the best elements of a child or a childhood film you know with animals with um comedy with silly scenes and slapstick and mm. then throwing in some really profound and heartfelt lessons as well i think yeah. they, i think it's done perfectly yeah that, i mean that, that's my favorite scene too and i think you've really broken it down there uh, the, you know babe comes with heavy socioeconomic and political overtones that's for sure the metropolis city is highly stylized it's yep. mixed match with the concrete jungle and then you've got venetian uh, sort of venice type sh streets where mm. the hotel is um i think the animals are as you said are symbolic for the sort of disenfranchised in society as well and the dialogue is brilliant you know it was actually you showed me one scene where the pig comes into where the monkeys are and that's what caught me that's what was like okay i'll actually want to watch it yeah. um and you know the, the dialogue basically betrays what who the target the, the target audience actually is but i don't think it's a target audience it's just symbolic of what the greatest animated not animated but the greatest kids films are you know on the surface are great for you know the attention deficit deficit kid um, but the dialogue is a, probably a bit more layered and deeper and there's sort of sophisticated. it's sophisticated yeah. in the way it's told um i think ultimately for me um you know babe sort of represents idealism um which is placed in the newcomer into a city you get it's that's a trope of a, a newcomer that comes from you know maybe a rural area it comes with hopes and dreams and it's just a good-natured individual to what is a morally weathered city and comes in and shows that there is a better way of doing things, like an injection of life into this metalloid of a city. And, um, you know, there's a, a good explanation of the social stratas there as well. Listen, you, you could you could tell I, I'm sold. Already. And, you know, and I have to say on air, I am sorry. Good. Because I turned my nose up to it. Good. You know, the thing that... I don't know why I didn't even think of it, because when I was growing up, Animal Farm was my favourite book. Mm. And I always wanted to see a film and then there is actually an animated 
a very old one a version of it on 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 screen but i always wanted to see a, a film that had you know pigs and monkeys actually talking about quite adult films because animal farm is obviously about the russian revolution and this human is, problems and human yeah. problems yeah, yeah. and it, you know it, it, this is actually it so thank you and sorry and sorry and thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'm feeling great right now um yeah. i really want to encourage people who haven't given babe pig in the city ago um i don't think you need to have seen the original either i think it it's probably as a standalone film better just to watch it on its own actually. yeah yeah um but if you if you want to do the double you can watch the original babe too um and as always let us know what you think it's mm-hmm. um i'm obviously biased but i would be very keen to have my mind open to whether i'm yeah. just hyping up this childhood nostalgia in my mind or, or what other people think about it yeah it's definitely something to revisit hopefully you know um, but you know it gets its its flowers I think it has you know there are other films that were critically that were commercially disappointment disappointing Fight Club It's a Wonderful Life and have ended up being classic so I think this is this is part of that club so as always mm-hmm. get involved let us know what you think and keep listening we'll have more podcasts coming your way soon mm-hmm. and have a very very Merry Christmas y'all Merry Christmas can we, everyone can we sing a little no no like you sing then. On the way to Bethlehem. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys.